0: What's up, America? It's Dave Sheridan, a.k.a. Doofy, and you're listening to The Horror Squad. And remember, don't disturb me while I'm listening to The
1: Horror Squad.
2: Hello, welcome back to the Horror Squad podcast. This is episode number 146. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, we put out a vote, and you guys voted for us to watch Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Ernest scared, stupid. Uh, usual people here tonight, we got myself, Todd, got Sam, Joe, and Steve. Um, I don't know exactly when you're going to be listening to this, but happy Halloween, right?
3: Happy Halloween, everyone.
1: The day before Halloween, Todd. Oh, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, Todd doesn't yeah, even know we our had, schedule. Uh, well, why <laughs> you have to put me on blast again?
1: <laughs> New episode <come laughs> up every Friday, folks.
2: let's see now we now they learn something with me, Joe. So, <laughs> so do you guys have any like plans for Halloween? Like as of right now, are you guys still having people over, handing out candy? What's the deal?
3: No handing out candy. We're gonna have a few friends that we've been seeing come over. I think.
2: Okay, I remember that was up in the air last time, but you guys confirmed it?
3: I yeah, guess.
1: Just, yeah, just a very, very, very small gathering of uh, people that are has been in our bubble, you know, so keeping it safe. Um, mm. But I'll tell you one thing that wasn't the safest is we went to a haunt uh, last uh, weekend, which was amazing, by the way. I gotta say haunt overload. Uh, haunted overload, I'm sorry uh sam was able to uh get us in and it was uh, just an amazing haunt but my god like there was just like the people up there were just like terrible like especially the people in front of us like weren't wearing masks and the one dude was just like spitting everywhere and stuff like that and just basically people suck but the haunt was amazing
3: (laughs) yeah you're behind
2: the same guy the whole time
3: Yes, it was awful, you guys. Um, They were a younger couple. It was like two couples, but they were in their little group. And I told Joe, I was like, I feel like I'm watching a horror movie because they were that one couple that you see in every slasher film that just can't keep their hands off of each other. They're making out. And I'm like, Put your mask up. You can make out with each other after you're not around everyone. And they kept going back to their car and sneaking in, like, booze and drinking. And each um, – there were, like, two different uh, employees that were asking them to put their mask up to, like, the two guys because apparently they were too cool to wear their mask. Mm. And literally everyone else in line had a mask on. They were the only two that didn't. Um But, yeah, it was just really annoying.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. Wear your mask, people, is not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, but the haunt was amazing. I got to say, I think this is probably the closest thing to, like, we haven't been to, like, Halloween Horror Nights yet, but I'm thinking this is, like, the closest thing to a Halloween Horror Nights we've done so far. Um, Super impressive. So it's up in uh, Lee, New Hampshire for anyone who is uh, local. But uh, I could not recommend this place enough. The production value on it was amazing. They even had uh, a person dressed up like the Headless Horseman on an actual horse and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it was really badass.
2: Steve, what do you got cool. planned?
4: Uh, um, so they officially pretty much cancelled Halloween uh, today mm. here. Uh, now, they're not mandating uh, it because I guess they don't want to make some kind of, you know, where cops are going after fucking kids. Uh, mm-hmm. During Halloween, but they're highly discouraging it and uh, all, all that stuff because our cases are really bad here. Um, so we're just going to stay in, you know, uh, we'll eat some finger food and watch horror movies all night. I think that's uh, what we decided on. And nothing too special, unfortunately. I'm not going to put up out decorations outside even because I don't want for the ones who do trick-or-treat to come by. Um, I just want to encourage them to come over to the house and touch my doorbell and stuff like that so fortunately this year I'm gonna have to sit it out but it'll just be even more epic next year
3: but more importantly what snacks are you gonna have
4: uh we bought just like candy and chocolate bars and you know all sorts of like chicken wings and bunch of yeah a bunch of fat like we're, we're basically having like a crazy you know, just finger
3: food.
4: Yep. Party. Nice.
2: Get some thing. mozzarella sticks in there, dude.
3: Todd, I was literally about <laughs> to say there better be mozzarella sticks.
2: Hell yeah. Or, uh, you know, you those pigs in the blanket. You guys like that? Hold on, Steve. We're not done talking about mozzarella sticks, baby. All right.
3: Exactly. What's, what's the difference <laughs> sauce for the mozzarella sticks? I think we need to have Todd's
1: food out. Todd's own food <laughs> podcast. The guy loves talking food.
2: <laughs> it's a good icebreaker, and you're just jealous of me and Sam have the same taste. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <You're
1: right. laughs>
2: um. As for me, no. Halloween's still on here, so we're doing trick or treating, and we're handing out candy. So I'm <laughs> figuring everyone's gonna wear a mask because it's freaking Halloween. So that'd be fine. Um. Yeah. So business as usual here.
3: What are the kids dressing up as?
2: Uh, well, my son's being Master Chief, he really wanted to be Sam from Halloween, or not Trick, Hall- eh, Sam from Trick or Treat. Um, but when we went to Spirit, we couldn't find the right size for him, so he'll probably be that next year. And okay, my daughter's being, like, a Pennywise clown kind of thing. Oh, fun. Yeah, I want to be Ghostface.
1: Love it. Has Have you shown the son Trick or Treat yet, Todd, or is he just, like, the character?
2: He just likes the character because of the animatronic.
1: Nice. Yep.
4: Very cool. You guys want to get some questions? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Uh, you can ask us those questions uh, by email uh, at thehorrorpodcast at gmail.com or on social media, the Horror Squad Podcast. We got quite a few this week, including some for the movies we're reviewing tonight. So we were going to take care of those a little bit later. But for now, uh, let's start here with a uh, question from Joseph. He says. What are some more modern family Halloween-themed films that y'all believe will live on into history, like *Ernest Scared Stupid*? Fun fact: In the many years I'm that many years old, I saw *Ernest Scared Stupid* when it originally released in theaters. Have a great, fun, safe, happy Halloween! You know what I mean.
2: That was a theater movie.
4: Yeah, yeah it was the last. I, uh, I had Ernest no idea. <laughs> Wow. So what was the question? Uh what is, like uh, what what more recent six? like family Halloween theme film you think will live on like where people are gonna watch it twenty years from now as a classic? Wow,
1: good
2: question. Um, tough. are there any I mean what are the recent that came out besides who be? Well,
3: goosebumps, I mean, because it's Halloween and then what about um the house with the Clock in its walls. walls. Yeah. What about <laughs> yeah, scary stories? One. I mean, that's a little it's, more yeah. on the horror side, but I
1: think scary stories is a good one because it's still like family friendly enough, but like scary enough that scary, I feel like it yeah. might be memorable. Yeah. And I I don't know. I could see like Hubie Halloween becoming like just one of those like dumb fun classics. Um Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'll say Hubie Halloween.
2: Um I watched Hubie again yesterday, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really. Nothing really like jumps out at me for something i will be watching in 20 years. I guess I we'll just hold, have I to did wait and see. Hold
1: up on second watch, Todd.
2: Um, definitely a little bit dropped down for me. Um, I noticed a lot more of the the problems that we had discussed on the pod that I had not noticed the first time. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I watched it with my family. My wife hated it, but my kids loved it. So I guess it did the job because it was it was designed for the kids. So.
4: Yeah, and I totally agree. I I think uh, Hubie Halloween is probably the one that I can see myself watching on an annual basis or at least, uh, you know, every two years. I think it had kind of that Halloween spirit that I am looking for in a movie. So that's probably the best answer. Uh, As far as recent-ish, it's not that recent, but uh, Hotel Transylvania is one I like to watch around this time of year as well. Um, I just like the aesthetic and something that I know I would have absolutely adored as a kid. Uh, but even as an adult, I really like that series. So that's, I think, also going to be part of people's rotations for years to come.
3: And um, also, just to one. add in, the Adams Family that just came out not too long ago.
1: Yeah.
4: Really? I,
2: I mean, we watched, um, what?
1: You saw it, Sam, right? Do what? You watched it, right? I haven't seen it yet, but I think yeah, you went and
4: saw it. Didn't
3: you? Yeah. That's why I said it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, uh, I personally didn't like that one, but I know some kids who did, so uh, I could see that as well. And I ju- they just announced a sequel, I think, recently, so that should be fun. Um, next question is a it comes from Rise Horror Corner, and it's a fuck Mary kill. So we have Rachel from Halloween Four, Tina from Halloween Five, and Old Lady Hackmore from Ernest Scared Stupid. Now, he goes on to say, I'd go fuck Old Lady Hackmore, but as Catwoman from the Batman TV show, uh, marry Rachel because she's a good girl, and kill Tina because I can't stand her in Halloween 5. And before you guys go, I just want to say, that's cheating. You said Old Lady Hackmore. You did not say Eartha Kitt. There is a big difference. Old Lady Hackmore is the girl from Ernest Scared Stupid. Eartha Kitt played uh, the Catwoman in the original Batman TV show. So really you're fucking a lady, Hackmore, so So yep. that, that, that's what I have <laughs> to calm, say. To calm down, Steve. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the rules of <laughs> the game. <laughs>
1: Sam, but Sam had to, Sam had to school me on earth. a kid. I didn't realize oh, that.
3: My that was gosh. Catwoman. <laughs> well, I was like, Joe, I was like, I was like, Hey, I think that's earth. a kid. And, Joe was like, who is that? And I just wanted to make sure, because I was like, I'm pretty sure that is Eartha, because I forgot that she was in it. And Joe was like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, well, I'll go first, then. Uh, so I would marry Rachel, I think. Um, and then who is the girl from Halloween 5? What's her name?
3: Tina. Tina.
1: OK, I would kill Tina and fuck Eartha Kit. Or old lady Hackamore or whatever her name is. Cause she seems a little wild. <laughs> hmm.
3: This is tough.
2: Um I'm I'm killing because she did my boy Brady dirty. Canceling plans. Last minute.
3: Todd. Don't
2: don't like it. We'll talk <laughs> about Brady a little bit more. Dude's a legend. But anyway. Um I'm railing Tina. And then um unfortunately killing Old lady, whatever the hell her name is.
4: Yeah. Uh, same for me. I, I, exact same as Todd. Just, you know, I, I just can't. Old lady, old lady Hackmore is just too crazy for me. I mean, there's a level of crazy that's good, but that is one notch too high there. Uh, old lady Hackmore.
3: Um, Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> this is really hard. Um, Because I really do like Rachel. Tina's great too, um, but I guess I'll marry old lady. Um, I will kill Tina, I guess, and then what's the other option? Sleep, sleep with Rachel.
2: There'd be no sleeping, girl.
3: Oh, Todd, <laughs> I tr- I treat her better than Brady did. That's all I know.
2: Uh, okay, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Justice for Brady.
3: 2020
4: Mm-mm. all right uh, next question comes to us from armando he says in hubie halloween do you think steve brucemi is, is playing a live action version of his character in hotel transylvania
2: i didn't even think about that, That's, uh, I, I that. i'm not sure
1: yeah why not
4: yeah, I, I prefer his character in Tr- Hotel Trans- Transylvania. I think he's actually my favorite character in that movie. I think he's really, really fucking funny with his uh, little relationship with his kids. It just makes me laugh every time. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely some um, comparisons there, but I don't quite think that's what they were going, going for. But I mean, it makes sense. It's a Sandler movie, it's uh, Steve mm-hmm. Jemmy, so I could definitely see it from that perspective. But I think there are different characters uh, in a lot of ways yeah. as well.
2: He he, need, he needs to stop banging his wife, so she doesn't. He doesn't have like nineteen Fun. puppies at all times. Seriously, eh? Jeez.
4: <laughs> By hotel transfer, he had three. He had a fucking like, <laughs> army of them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Sam, did you want to add something?
3: Um, I'll just add to the uh, the giving birth. I mean, he is a wolf, so they have babies like in a litter, not just one single baby.
2: Okay, doctor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's vet that, doctor Sam to you, Todd?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Either way, do you need to pull out? Because he's a wolf man, and he can handle it. You know, what Maybe I really neither. like in the movie that was Invisible Man. There you go. Yeah,
4: yeah. That's actually a good question. Who are your favorite characters in Ten- Hotel Transylvania? Sammy.
3: Who are mine?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yours and Joe's.
3: <laughs> well, obviously Mavis. Mave this? Yep.
1: I have I seen that this one, Sam. I don't think I have. You have. I have. I All don't right, think well, you oh,
2: have. Dra- Dracula, played by Adam Sandler.
1: Oh, that narrows it down, Todd. The one with Dracula.
2: It kind of. I said Dracula, played by Adam Sandler. You prick. That narrows <laughs> it down.
1: Um, I don't think I've seen it honestly. So I'll have to uh, have Sam show it to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh my! Uh, yeah, there's three of them, and I think they're all three of them pretty good. So definitely worth watching there.
2: that's three good, but did did something happen from behind the scenes? Because like Johnny was like a huge part in part one, and in part two he was like a background
4: character. In part two, uh, in part uh, well, yeah, and, and, yes and no. I mean, he, he kind of follows Mavis around in part two where they're having like a you know date night away from yeah. the kids, right? I, guess. I think it's just the character is, you know the first one was very he was very central to the main story whereas the other ones it follows Jack a little bit more so i think that's yeah. that's what's, the only reason why
3: what's the third one about i don't think i've seen the third they,
4: one they go on a cruise oh like, I
3: haven't, uh, they okay, take, they I take haven't a vacation
4: yeah it's good. It's, good it's a it's actually a pretty good one i i, I enjoy that trilogy i think it's is really it cool the weakest? actually uh yeah i think they're getting weaker you know it's it's a lot of the same jokes kind of coming Mm -hmm. coming up which is i mean with any franchise really that's what happens blah
2: blah blah (laughs) all right
4: (laughs) um but still it's still a very enjoyable film um all right so the next question is did you guys catch a glimpse of conjuring three insert stupid title here yet no
1: No, oh, I, I did hear
4: out. that they, yeah, I guess I heard they did release, like, a
1: clip or something, um, but I have yet to see it. I yeah, think it was, because cool. um, Blumhouse, actually, is it Blumhouse? Does Blumhouse do the Conjuring movies? I can't even remember anymore. But I know Blumhouse is doing Blumfest. Have you guys heard about that?
4: Yeah. It's coming of soon, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to say like that it got released with like the announcement of
4: that, but I could be wrong. Well, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it: it's a picture of the Warrens on a balcony. So it's <laughs> basically, take a picture from Conjuring or Conjuring Two, change the background, okay. and that is pretty much. Exa- oh, oh yeah, and uh, Ed, Ed Warren has a cane in this one. I guess he heard oh. himself in Conjuring Two, right? So. Yeah, that's that's basically it. It, it, was so not it much wasn't either. like a video clip or anything. No, no, it was kind of like a sneak peek, I guess. I think they're going to announce like the big stuff at uh, the Blumhouse event there coming up soon.
3: Is it supposed to come out yeah. next year?
4: Uh supposed to be out already, but yeah. I think now it's 2021, just like everything else, unfortunately.
3: I'm just trying to find sure the photo. When.
4: Yeah, you know, you know it's a very... Honestly, you'll if you have if you put the Conjuring three and you see a bunch of photos of the Warrens, you probably wouldn't even know which one it is. I know that's what but I'm it's, uh, seeing. <laughs> right? Now. Yeah. Except he has a cane, but it's not very visible because he's kind of hiding it with his leg. So, yeah, not much going on there. And Armando's last question is: How much wet chine news are we getting today? I have no fucking idea what he means by this. So, uh, I
0: think what is it?
4: I think he. I think it was wet chone,
1: which is another word for vagina. Because I kept talking about Sam's wet panties last week during the news segment. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> god. <laughs> I've blocked that
3: out of my mind.
1: Well, I will say there will there is one news story I have Ooh. that I think might might be Niagara Falls for Sam. So we'll see.
3: <laughs> oh boy! Get them
2: up. Get the mop ready again.
3: I'll be the judge of that.
4: all right uh the next question comes to us from rick he says the first movie i ever saw in theater was halloween 4 what was your first horror mover sorry horror movie theater experience
2: Ooh, nice question
4: that's a good one
2: man i think back
4: yeah i
1: honestly can't remember like i'm trying to remember what my first first horror
4: movie experience huh all I, go since, I since I can remember.
3: Okay, go ahead.
4: Uh, so the first one, now it might not be the first one, because maybe I just forgot it, but this is the first one I remember, and it's probably around the time where I would have been allowed to go to, to a horror movie, because they were pretty strict about uh, the age um, here in Canada, so if you weren't at least 16, you couldn't go to a horror movie in the theater. Uh, for me, it would have been Halloween H2O uh and i absolutely fucking adored the experience it was just a fantastic experience i was super excited about it and the movie lived up to the expectations i had set for it and uh i'll never forget it it was at a theater that's now closed down um mm. which i'm really bummed about because it's it had that really old school like theater vibe um but yeah i totally enjoyed it and i think it was a very worthy first uh horror theater experience mm.
1: Uh, I just had one pop in my head because I remember, this is like the first one I remember. I probably did see something before this, but uh, The Sixth Sense uh, is one that I saw in theaters and I remember it like legit scaring the shit out of me when I saw it in theaters just because <laughs> I've always been scared of, like go- ghosts was, it's not so much anymore, but ghosts was always like a big fear of me um, when I was younger and that movie was just like... Just terrifying to me when I saw it uh, in theaters. So, yeah, that one. And also, Stigmata was another one I saw in theaters, and I was fairly young, but I think Sixth Sense came out first.
2: I'll continue the 98 99 streak here uh, with Blair Witch Project. Um, yeah, it was at the hype, you know, of everyone thinking it was real, like freaking amazing marketing. It's just like an amazing film to watch in the theater. I remember going with my mom, sister. I think my sister's friends, because she's four years older than me, so they probably went too. And um, yeah, Blair Witch. I'm going to go with Blair Witch.
3: And I'm also going to go around with that error, but um, a year older. 1997, I Know What You Did Last Summer, is the first horror movie that I remember seeing in theater, I'm sure there maybe might have been one before that, but I remember going with my friends and her mom bought our tickets and it was like a small theater in a town called Derby uh, back in Kansas and you were able to kind of sneak in your kids. And I remember being obsessed with Ryan Phillippe. I thought he was the hottest thing I had ever seen. Um, and then the night that I went home after watching that movie, I had a nightmare about him that I saw him die in real life and it haunted me for a while. It was really creepy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun mom.
3: Yeah, she was a single mom. Cool. She was like, she knew what's up, you know, she probably needed a break because it was, we would always stay at my friend Christy's house, stay over and sleep over. And I think she just wanted to get rid of us, but that's fine
2: she probably had some dude come over
3: probably she was a she was a a little a little hotty toddy you know
2: oh shit she's still (laughs) single
3: i have no idea probably 20 (laughs) 20 years later (laughs) Uh,
4: um all right so rick's next question is do you all have a favorite horror director writer that you will see anything they make no matter good or bad
2: Come on, Steve and I will say George Romero, even though he passed away.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, for, I mean, I mean, I for current stuff, Robert Eggers uh, and Ari Oster, for sure. Just because I've loved, you know, what they've done so far. So no matter what they'd put out, I'd go and watch it. Um, and as far as like I guess an older director, Eduardo Sanchez, just because of my love for the Blair Witch, and uh, I've seen everything he's put out uh, so far, and anything he would put out, I would definitely check out.
3: Um, for me, I'm also going with someone current, and that would be Jordan Peele.
2: Mm, yeah.
3: I don't want to hear it, Todd.
2: Sorry, sorry, Steven. Okay, fine. Sorry, Stephen. Well, I, I
3: thought you were going to disagree with answer,
2: me. Like... No, I said that's a good one. Jeez,
3: okay. <laughs> and now
2: my joke's ruined. Cause the timing's off, so I can't do my joke to Steve. Never mind.
3: Let's let's do it. Let's start from the top. Freddie. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of the <laughs> <God>. Horror Squad. <laughs> we're
2: Just to scratch the whole thing. <laughs> um, if we're going current though, just go James Wan or uh, Lee Unno. Yeah, I'll go Lee Unno on this one.
3: I like that.
4: Yeah, that's actually I wrote pretty much all what all you guys said. Uh, Peel, Aster, Eggers one and one L I think they are all people that I'll go see pretty much anything as uh, they do um I, I even went to see fucking Aquaman because James <laughs> Wan directed it. Oh no. That movie was terrible. <laughs> so
1: here's one yeah. uh actually uh and it was mentioned in um my horror group and he really hasn't been getting he doesn't get like the love that like some of these other horror directors are getting recently and he definitely deserves it um uh, Mike Flanagan who did um, Dr. Sleep, and he's also done hail uh, House and Bly Manor. And he's done other stuff I can't remember, but he has put out quality good stuff. So I would go and see anything he does too. Good choice. I got
2: another one to add. I got another one done. Uh, Craig Zayler, who did Bone Tom for All to Buck 99. His stuff is like, it's pretty much the same like quality. You know what I mean? He's got, you know what you're getting with his movies, and I really appreciate it. So like ultra violent and just like good stories. Cool.
4: All right, so the next question comes to us from Donna. She says, what's your favorite Halloween candy or slash treat?
3: I'll go. Um, I guess Snickers is really good. Kit Kat and Reese's.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to go. You can't go wrong with Reese's, right? I'm pretty sure that's like the number one candy, but uh, it's just fucking delicious. And put it in the freezer. Little pro tip. It's
2: amazing. I actually had one of my employees break his tooth off on a Kit Kat bar one time. So there's that. <laughs> uh, me I feel he, like that tooth them. was
3: already gone before he did <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and <laughs> I think he needed to
1: brush his teeth
2: a little more. Let's just say dental hygiene isn't a strong suit. <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm going Twix. I'll throw out some Twix. I love a little good Twix yeah. bar.
1: Twix is good. Twix, milk, anything with caramel for me, too. Twix, Milky Way,
4: Snickers, all good.
2: Do you guys have, or actually, Steve, throw yours out there, and then I have a follow-up question.
4: Yeah, uh, I was going to say Crunch is probably my favorite, Uh, Peanut M&M's, close second, and then Coffee Crisp, which is a Canadian uh, chocolate bar, which I absolutely adore.
2: Did you say Peanut M&M's.
3: Steve,
4: I feel like the peanut M&M's need to be number one and bump crunch down. I don't know. Well, I think here the thing is, I eat peanut M&M's probably more than any of the other ones because they have it at the theater and sometimes it's part of the pack. Whereas crunch, oh. I only eat at Halloween. Like, it's okay. the only time. I never I never buy a crunch for some reason. I don't know why. It's just something that I always associate with Halloween. So it's almost like I'm keeping it that way. It's a weird, like, little thing. I uh, think that's why I put it first. But uh, if okay. if I'm at the store, peanut M M&M and M will be my first choice.
3: I kind of have one that's like how crunch is to you. Is uh, Mr. Good Bar? Oh, right. Good. I remember yeah. my mom would always buy like the fun size variety pack of Hershey's. I think that's who makes them. Um, and we would always eat the good bar first. They're so good. And if you put those in the fridge and eat them cold, oh my gosh.
1: I got one that is underrated. No one ever talks about it. It's probably one of my all-time favorites, and that is the Caramello.
2: The fuck is a Caramello?
1: See, a lot of people don't know about them. I don't think Sam knew about them either when I when I started. Uh, when she got here and she saw me eating them. It's just literally like a long chocolate bar with, like, caramel in the middle, And you, but you can, like, break them up and, like, have like Mm. little individual pieces
2: okay
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. all right um my follow-up question to piggyback off that though was do you guys have a food that's like like i know steve's doing his finger food session but do you guys have like a food that you usually eat on halloween
3: Um, mine's always um nachos i know it's not really a finger food but you gotta have nachos mm -hmm. at a halloween party that's all i'm saying
2: you guys gonna have nachos at your halloween party
3: um, I'm not sure. I haven't decided how we're gonna do the finger food because I don't want to like gross Can't anyone really out. And like I that. don't want to like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can have your little plate of chips and use like a different spoon and stuff like that. But I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, I I don't have like a, I guess a specific uh food I eat on Halloween, but uh, you know, you can never go wrong with uh. The candy apple. That's always a classic, classic little Halloween treat.
2: Yeah, I think pizza is usually when we eat on Halloween, because usually I get home from work, even though it's on Saturday this time, so that's good. But usually I get home from work, and, like, there's no time to cook dinner, so you just grab a pizza or something like that and go trick or And so. Yeah, usually pizza.
3: What kind of pizza?
2: For, like, a last-minute Halloween thing, usually it's, like, a Little Caesars, you pick up a $5 pizza, so, like, not the best, but... You know, all sometimes right. those just like pizza. hit the spot.
1: This is yeah. trash.
2: Well, sorry, fucking jalapeno boy.
1: I'd take right. dom- I would take dominos over.
3: Ew, I don't know about that, Joe.
2: If you're in a pinch and you need to get a pizza real quick, you got the hot redies dude. Five bucks.
1: <laughs> all right. I don't,
2: don't want to hear it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're all right. I think I would take gas station pizza over. Los
3: Ew, Los no,
2: you're you are not. You probably eat freaking gas station sushi too.
1: Uh, he's, he's I don't. A few times. But
4: I've looked, yeah. <laughs> what kind of fucking gas stations you have in the U.S. Like, did mine don't sell fucking pizzas and sushi?
2: They got, they got everything here, dude. America's
4: so weird. God. All right. Um, we did talk a lot about food on this podcast, don't we? Uh, and we have another food question later too, so prepare thyself. Um, Donna's last question was what's your most memorable costume as a child? Happy Halloween squad.
1: Mm, Happy Halloween. Mine Um, mine would be uh, probably Freddy Krueger. I was Freddy Krueger in first grade and I'll never forget it because, because they uh, I'm left-handed and they only had right, a right-handed Freddy glove. And I just wore the right-handed Freddy glove like all day. And I just, like I just had like didn't even know what to do it myself, but it was fun and I loved it.
2: You're that weird fucking kid.
1: Yeah, you know, I was like, the, I was like the kid that everyone's like, wow, his parents are like terrible people, like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I watched horror. My mom introduced me to horror super young, and yeah, I remember even we did like I, I think we talked about this before, but like in school, like we had like a a parade where like the younger mm-hmm grade kids would like walk through the other kids classrooms and stuff so i remember that with the freddy costume and got a lot of attention and uh yeah it was fun
3: what was the question
2: memorable halloween costume when you were a kid i got i got a couple then um my mom would sew all our costumes when we were kids me and my sister um so she did like i was a ninja turtle i was batman i was fucking scarecrow uh, Red Ranger. So I'm going to go with uh, Red Ranger as a kid because you, you got to be a Power Ranger, right? And then as a grown-ass man, me and uh, actually a frequent emailer just did like a haunted house. And I was Jason, he was Friday, and it was pretty badass. It was fun. What about you, Sam? Okay.
3: Um, My mom made most of my costumes when I was a kid, and it was a thing that we would make like a weekend trip where you go to Joanne's fabric store and I would look through all the books and everything and some of my favorite costumes that she made was um she made me this cute little pink I dream of genie costume and then she also made me one of those little um like the poodle skirts like the sock hop girls like from the 60s and 50s do you guys know what I'm talking about
2: yeah, my sister was that, too. My mom made the yeah, same thing.
3: Yeah, that was, yeah. like, one of my favorite things to dress up as.
2: Yeah, she uh, made that one when when grease was a big thing.
3: Yeah, I've always wanted to do it as an adult, but make it like someone killed me and just be, like, a little dead sock hop girl. Do
1: it. I'm yeah. going to.
3: That's a fun one. <laughs> I can be a dead greaser.
1: That'd be cool. There you, you go. Can be
2: Zu- you can be Zuko.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I already look like him, so...
3: More
2: Do you? spitting, spitting image.
3: I don't even know. Oh, is Zuko John, John Travolta?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I looked more like John Travolta and the Fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <My God. laughs> but where's the lie? <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs>
4: uh, but before I go, I have a very important question for Todd because every kid dressed as the Ninja Turtles in that era. Uh, which Ninja uh-huh. turtle did you dress up as?
2: Uh oh. Um,
4: <laughs> take a
1: guess, actually. Well,
3: the I ones. will say,
1: I will say you might say Donatello. Donatello. And Donatello is my favorite, so if you were Donatello, I won't, I won't shut you down. Yeah. I think he'd be Raphael as well.
2: Incorrect on in everything. I was Leonardo.
1: Leonardo you know, was the worst one, yeah. so fuck you. All stuck it <laughs>
2: Leonardo,
3: the blue one. Yeah. 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 I remember having a crush on the Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> Is that weird?
2: Joe? Did you have a crush Dad on the
3: Oh, no. He was cute, though.
1: Yeah. Did you have a crush um, on, yeah. like, the cartoon Ninja Turtles or, like, the live-action ones?
3: Live-action.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe it was just their voices. I mean, you did have, uh, what's his name? Corey Feldman?
3: Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Maybe. Maybe.
4: Um, yeah, so I was also an Charles as a kid. But uh, my most memorable one uh, was a costume made by my grandmother. It was Halloween 1991. And me and my cousin had matching costumes because we both won the same thing. And she made a full Undertaker uh, from the WWE uh, costume. And it was fucking badass. It was just so fucking cool. Uh, because no one sold that stuff. And... He wasn't, like, super popular yet, so not a lot of people knew who he was. So we just had a lot of fun uh, doing that. So that was a really good time.
3: That's so cool. Yeah,
4: good times. All right, and our last series of questions for now, because we do have some questions after the two reviews, is from Mandy. First one, recommend a movie with the letter U. Still Sam's us.
3: Don't you dare. I was too slow.
2: I just did
3: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam. What
3: about Underworld?
2: Oh, okay. Bexel, freaking mm. hottie.
4: Yep. Uh, uns- unsane was a good one. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Unsane. Yes. Un- unfriended. Movie. Urban Legend.
4: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys consider upgrade? Or, or is it more action? I think it's more action, but I think it's I think more it's action, sci-fi. but it's it's in the
1: realm. So I, well, would, I would. It,
4: would it is Lee one L, right? So
1: yeah,
3: yeah. I, Is that the one where they're like the war people?
2: Mm, no, it's the one where he's yeah, like a paraplegic, and he puts a chip in his head right. oh. to
1: make him move again.
3: Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. Before.
1: You're you're it's thinking awesome. of Overlord? I think.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Huh. Um. Have you guys seen Under the Skin? Because me and Sam I haven't did. seen. Okay, was it any good? Because we were watching uh, Eli Ross' History of Horror, oh, yeah. and they did Body Horror. They did an episode on Body Horror, and they talked about that movie,
4: and we were like, "That looks awesome." You might yeah. like it. It's okay. very slow. It's very yeah. atmospheric, uh, but and it's like really well acted by Scarlett Johansson. Um, but it's it's odd. It's a very strange movie. It's very artsy.
3: Yeah, that's what we were seeing. And uh, they were talking about just like how it reflects how women are treated by men also. And I was like, oh, and then they showed a clip of where I think it was towards the end where she's trying to get out of the skin. Like the guy wants to attack her, but then she tries to get away and then he tries to kill her. And there's like fire and it looked really sad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got another one, and one that's currently in my top ten of the year list,
4: Underwater with
1: Kristen Stewart.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, that got kicked off my top ten a long time ago. But uh, yeah, definitely a fun... It's, it's, it's I've only seen two horror movies in the theater this year, Underwater and... Um, what was the other one? Uh, Invisible Man. Oh, and uh, Invisible Man. Yeah, that was the last movie I saw in theater, so... It's got, like, a special memory for that. (laughs) Yeah, but other than that, it's still a a fun film. Uh, All right, we're going to move on, because we have a few left here. Her next one is, who picked which films for the votes and why?
2: I honestly felt like just watching Halloween 4 and 5 again, so those are my choices.
3: What did I pick? I don't even remember.
4: The Scarecrow one, which I forget the title.
3: Oh, The Night of the Scarecrow. Um, then what was the other Resur- one
4: resurrection
3: resurrection mm-hmm. but what? i was going to pick one of todd's um halloween picks
1: Ooh, number 4 or 5
3: both of them
1: uh and i picked uh house of the witch because i've never seen it and i believe a listener requ- uh asked us if we had seen it uh last week or the week before so I thought that would be a good reason to put it in. And then the other one I picked was Lady in White, which is a movie um, that I remember very fondly from my childhood, but I haven't watched it in so long. Um, and honestly, I still want to like really review that one just because I really want to rewatch it. So maybe um, for my birthday week pick, I'll be picking that. So stay tuned.
4: Wait, are we doing birthday week picks? I missed I missed that on my birthday. Well, yeah,
2: what the fuck is that?
3: That's what I said. We did it for, for Sam. Did did Todd didn't do it for his, and then Steve didn't do it for, Steve, you didn't do it for yours either, and I told Joe. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? What happened to birthday picks?
4: Yeah, yeah well, right. we'll start. We'll, we'll make that a thing
1: now. Well, well, Sam's birthday's in December, so we can restart it then and then go forward that way. Yeah, If if you pick
2: Halloween Resurrection, we're going to have a problem, Sam. (laughs) Don't you dare. (laughs) I actually haven't seen it in a long time, so maybe Um, it's good. Let's
4: I picked uh, the winner today, Ernest Scared Stupid, because I have huge nostalgia for it. I was a huge Ernest fan when I was a kid. I really loved his movies and his comedy sketches in the 80s, so that's why I picked that one. And I picked Paranorman because I think it's a movie that I really enjoy. I love animated films, and there are a ton that are kind of Halloween-related, except Monster House uh, and Paranorman and Ch- Hotel Transylvania and Addams Family, so I just wanted to maybe review one. But
3: I was hoping Paranorman would win also, because I love that movie so much. It's <laughs> so yeah. beautiful, and it's so spooky, and it's magical. Um, I think... Don't I have that soundtrack on record, Joe? I think you gifted it to me one time.
1: Yeah, I think you do. I think you do have that one on vinyl.
3: Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that it. Yeah, it
4: really exudes Halloween, too. It's
3: mm-hmm.
4: just Yeah, I, I love that film. That's one I watch every year now around Halloween time. Um, yeah, so that's why I picked those. Our next question, our last food question of the, of the day. Favorite mm. chip brand and flavor? Oh, i'll go Mm. okay
3: um i love a good jalapeno chip um i'm trying to think like a good kettle chip i can't remember miss vicky's miss vicky's is good that's my favorite because art and mary's used to make a really spicy jalapeno chip but i don't think they make them anymore
1: i'm I'm a simple guy red bag doritos
2: Nacho cheese, huh?
1: Yes, sir. All
2: right. I, you know, it depends on my mood, honestly. I like I like a good Pringle. Um, pizza, barbecue, sour cream are all good. Doritos are good for certain occasions, especially with, um, I'm going to make nachos in the oven with them. Perfect. Um, Chili cheese Fritos are dope. I don't know,
1: man. It just depends. I'm a Pringle, a...
3: Todd? Pringles you know are You like Pringles? Ew. What is the point?
1: It's like the worst chip brand.
3: But oh I do love, mouth, a, I love a good chili frito. All
2: right, let's just. All right, I am you know, I'm gonna meet myself. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I, yeah. Like how, how dare you, Todd? How how dare you? You? Get,
2: how what? What's wrong with Pringles? They got the most uh, like chip for your like, dollar because they feel,
4: they taste like farts in a can.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna fart in a can and send it to you. <laughs>
4: all right. And as for me, my favorites are plain Pringles. <laughs> no, oh. no, I'm fucking kidding you. <laughs> I, I I think they taste so fucking awesome. It's just, and they're, they're neatly stacked. Good. Your your fingers aren't fucking greasy after them. I love Pringles. I think they're the best.
0: If oh, you're yeah, not
2: making fun of me.
4: No, not making... That, that's oh. a legit <laughs> answer.
1: <laughs> that's
2: funny. I like, uh, I like yeah. the plain ones, but they're no match for sour cream or pizza or barbecue. In my opinion,
4: yeah, no, I, I, I like plain chips. I, I find that the flavors just don't do it for me. It's uh, just the way it is. Uh, all right, moving on to our next question. Uh, tell us a story of something that happened on Halloween in your past. Could also be from a Halloween party.
2: Mm. I got I got caught by a guy that I um, water ballooned. So that was fun. Mm. <laughs>
1: what do you do? So you like. you threw a water balloon at him and he caught you?
2: No, so me and my friends, this is like when we first got our licenses, so maybe maybe 16 or so. Um, Riding around town, throwing water balloons at parties, at people, not kids, like, you know, teenagers our age, not little kids or anything like that. And then there was like a typical gothic-looking dude, you know, leather jacket, pants, chain, like fucking long black hair. We're like, we get this fucking guy. Nailed him, sped off, but hit a red light, and he just fucking sprints after us. (laughs) Dead sprint stops by the car and just stares at us like he was the fucking devil, and that was it. And we drove off. So no, there's no fighting or anything. But it was just like, oh fuck, and we just like look straight ahead like we didn't do anything, but we we're a bunch of dumb idiots.
1: Well, uh, so uh, one time, me and a group of friends, we were driving in the car, and uh, my uh, one of my friends got a little too too drunk, and uh, he like uh, went like I, we have a sunroof in the car, so we got in the sunroof, and he got up there. And uh, he dropped the bottle, and it distracted me, and I, I hit somebody, and we had to cover it up. Oh, wait, that was... Don't you dare. I know what you did last summer. Oh, uh,
2: you little bitch. I was like,
1: oh, my
3: God. <laughs> That's odd.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to good.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think, too. I don't really have one that sticks out of my, out of my brain.
4: All right. Um, so I'll tell you guys about my first Halloween as a homeowner. So I uh, bought my first house and I was super fucking excited about Halloween. Having grown up, Halloween is a big deal in my neighborhood. But like any, when you move into a new neighborhood, you never know kind of what to expect, right? You don't know if a lot of kids go there. You don't know if it's going to be like 200 or 50 or you don't know. So I bought a shit ton of candy. I think I was ready for 300 people. Uh, I decorated my yard and everything. Everything was great. And we got eight kids on that night uh, oh that rang gosh. the doorbell. And uh I'll i I'll never forget this. So it took a while for the first kid to get there because usually around here, uh kids start passing at like six thirty. Um because mm-hmm. it gets too dark, I guess, and stuff like that. So it was like seven fifteen, seven thirty, and I still hadn't gotten anyone. So I was really bumped out. So I went upstairs. I had a split level house, so it's only like Five or six steps upstairs and five or six steps downstairs kind of deal. And I went upstairs to do something, and then I heard the doorbell and I got super excited. So I ran for the for the door and I tripped on the first step and I fell down the stairs <laughs> as my wife is opening the door for the first kid. <laughs> so I'm on the ground in like massive pain. And my the kid and her mom are like staring at me and they're like, What the fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, so that that was my first uh your
2: candy kid. Hey,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. mister, you, your arms broken.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so I took a bad fall that day, but I guess adrenaline had me cuz I I wasn't really that hurt, but it was definitely scary. To, like I flew down five five steps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's probably my best Halloween story. So did you guys
2: year. Did you guys eat 295 pieces of candy that you had left over?
4: No, I gave a lot away to, like, uh, people at work and her, Mm -hmm. my wife's work and all that kind of stuff. Uh, It was the only Halloween that we did at that house because we ended up moving cities uh, after that. But uh, definitely a memorable one for my first ever as a homeowner. Uh, Do you guys think of one or?
3: No. No.
4: All
1: right. Uh, So
4: Mandy's last question is, what horror movies are you watching on Halloween night this year? Happy Halloween, squad. Thank you for making the entire year spooky. All
0: Thanks, nice. Andy. Yeah. Thanks
3: for listening to us and putting up with us.
1: Yeah.
2: Especially a joke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um.
1: Well, we're going to have the party. We're going to have our little mini party. So um, we're probably going to have some stuff on in the background. Um, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with, like, any classic. You know, I think Halloween is always, like, a must on Halloween. Um, you know, I don't know. Sam, what would you want to throw on in the back?
3: Um, I would say Halloween. But I think we're going to do, like, um, Halloween music videos. Oh,
4: yeah. mm. that's That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So
3: why is that interesting? Well, what,
4: what, 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 I want to know which ones are on your list. Like, your short list of the
3: best ones um dead man's party i think we've kind of talked about this before um oh. thriller michael jackson <clears throat> um what else is there
1: we watched yeah. the chris brown Backstreet
3: one. Boys? Oh yeah i showed joe uh, chris brown did a like a halloween music video where he turns into a vampire and joe had never seen it before it was like when he first came out i don't know if you guys know what i'm talking about hmm
1: pretty good um Dragula is a yes one. and mm-hmm. living dead girl
3: yeah if you have uh joe what is it xfinity
1: xfinity yep We'll tell them oh sorry <laughs> uh yeah if you have xfinity they have a halloween music video like playlist um and you can like pick based on like pop music or rock music and they have like a whole list of halloween themed music videos so pretty cool
2: sounds pretty fun actually
3: yeah if you search on youtube um there's a lot of playlists that people have created too of music videos so Hmm.
1: do you guys remember the i think we've maybe talked about this before but do you remember like the michael jackson like horror video he did after thriller like 20 years later ghost maybe yeah it was really
4: cool yeah it's like uh like 17 minutes long like yeah, yes. so, yeah, it's called it's it's with Janet Jackson. It's called Ghost.
2: Seventeen minutes long. Is that like Captain Neo or something? <clears throat> no, <Like> a little <throat> little mini movie.
4: Yeah, it's it's kind of like a mini movie. I guess kind of like thriller, right? Thrillers kind of a little mini movie as well. So yeah, what about movies, uh, Todd? Are, are you watching any horror movies that Halloween? Um,
2: yeah, I still want to do my double header of Halloween and Halloween 2018. I think that'd be pretty cool. Plus, I bought the 4K um, for Halloween last year and just never watched it, so I want to see it. Um, but I might throw on Night of the Living Dead, classic black and white, just because it. I have a memory of buying that movie on Halloween at Party City on VHS, like when I was very young. So that was like brings me back. So I'll probably throw that one on too.
4: Yeah, very cool. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to watch yet. Originally, we we're going to watch Hocus Pocus. Uh, and then each pick a horror film, uh, like my wife and I, and watch those, which we haven't, we, we don't tell each other what it's going to be. It's kind of a surprise. Uh, but now on Friday, the day that this episode is dropping, they're doing like a Hocus Pocus reunion special um, for some charity that we're going to buy into. And we're probably going to watch Hocus Pocus right after that. So we're going to watch it a day early this year. Um, mm. Are you guys, wa- any of you watching that thing?
2: Hocus Pocus. Hey, speaking of that, I, I think we touched on it, but how you guys feel about Part 2?
4: I'm excited. Why not? You know, mean, it's, uh, is it definitely happening? Yeah, I think they announced it on the special Friday because they pre-recorded it. Uh-huh. So, oh. mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's definitely happening. I, it's going to be a Disney Plus thing. It's not going to go to theaters.
1: Okay. No, I mean, man, right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it will capture the same you know... uh. Essence of the first one, just because, yeah. but we'll see. I guess we'll see what they do, but I don't know. It'll be it'll be tough, like just because I think the nostalgia is heavy with that first movie. I just don't know how I would feel about a sequel at this point.
2: It is, plus it's still a really good movie, though, and and it like it it tidies everything up, like it ends like perfectly well. Yeah, that's just my only problem with it's like really, do we need to have them back? And I I know she announced uh, that the entire cast is coming back. Actually, I don't know about the the kids and stuff. I know. Um, the witches will be the same, so.
4: Oh. Yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's everyone, everyone.
2: Oh so, really? So. Okay. Yeah,
4: for, for because they're they're all in the special, so I think they're gonna announce it kind of together. And...
2: So the fucking cat's yeah. coming back too. How's that gonna work?
4: The I'm cat... sure they'll find a way. Well, the cat <laughs> can't come back because he was freed at the end, so I don't. Yeah, but he'll, he'll become a cat again. You know how it is with these fucking films, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll. I guarantee you, you'll see the cat come back. Alright um, All right, and that's all the questions we have for now We do have uh, a few for after the movie But thank you very much everyone We can't do this without you And now as if we didn't talk about Consuming stuff enough Here's an ad from Deadly Grounds Coffee
1: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie You don't know good coffee Well they're wrong There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure The aroma is so intoxicating brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork deadly grounds coffee coffee to die for and zombie approved it's good to get a little deadly
0: use the front door oh they're so disgusting
2: all right let's hop right into what watched i will lead it off with another edition of puppet master this time it is part six called curse of the puppet master came out in 1998 um the plot is uh they don't really explain why the puppets are with a new group but they are and this guy holds a puppet show naturally and he has a hot daughter comes home from college and they befriend like the local you know big brooding soft-spoken kind of slow guy and they bring him over to the house because he's really good at whittling and the dad guy's like hey man like you can work for me for 35 bucks a week and you can make me a puppet and he shows him the puppets and then it turns out that The older guy is kind of a bad guy because the way that they will get new puppets to come to life is they take the soul of the person that made them. So, basically, he's, um, like, sacrificing. And um, it's actually a lot of fun. There's a really good kill where this guy's doing bench presses and Tunneler comes up and tunnels into his his wiener area and, like, a bunch of blood sprays everywhere. It's pretty good. Um, Really bad cop characters, like, very, very, like, stereotypical where they're just, like, dickheads. So, you kind of root for their deaths, which is really well done as well. Um, so, Chris, the puppet master. I really liked it.
1: Nice. All right. Well, Todd, this one's for you, and Ooh. and our listener, who asked us to watch Dementia 13. Uh, Todd watched the original last week, and I made the promise of watching the remake for this week. Did you and watch it too, Todd, or no?
2: I did not get to do the remake. No.
1: Okay. So, you'll have to let me know if it's similar to the original or not um, based on my plot synopsis here. Um, but basically, uh, th- in this remake, um, which took pl- uh, it's from 2017, by the way. Uh, basically, what we have here is a, a very wealthy, rich family who um, come back to their family estate. Um, to mourn the loss of, um, their, one of their youngest daughters, um, while they are at the mansion, um, a, a killer is on the loose, basically, some sort of slasher type serial killer is on the loose. Um, while that's happening, there is also a, uh, group of basically criminals, who are trying to steal the family's wealth that are breaking into the house as well. Um, and to pile on top of that, we also have a the ghost of the uh, dead girl um, that they're mourning coming back as well. So there, um, there's quite a lot uh, to this movie um really a mel- uh, a melding of three different subgenres here with you have a ghost story a slasher and a home invasion movie um the problem is none of it is done um too well um i will say it's um it's an interesting enough plot it just was not executed um well at all and um i would definitely say uh, skip this one
2: yeah it's um got the same kind of beats but it doesn't have the home invasion aspect
1: mm-hmm. um
2: <clears throat> and this one the killer is one of the family eh, fuck it. it came out in 64 <laughs> the, the, the killer is one of the family members and the reason he is killing is because they're also mourning one of the daughters that died but she died like years ago and every year yes. they have like a celebration yeah and the mom every year freaks out and yeah. so he ended up he was the one that killed the girl, and he's been hiding that for years, and it kind of fucked them up. So that's why. But yeah, it's just
1: okay. okay. So it's Not it's uh thing. the remi- uh, I mean I'll just give away the remake too because I just don't think it's worth watching anyway. But uh, it's a little different in this one. Uh, the killer is the the same guy, the guy right, the brother, one of the brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, the one of the daughter daughters uh, or his sister was the one that killed. Um, the younger daughter, and like the basically, the movie ends with the ye- the ghost of the daughter coming and killing like the girl who killed her, and um, like trapping everyone in the house.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Skip. skiple. Skip. Skipper. Uh, did you watch anything, Sam?
3: I actually did. Um so Joe and I watched the new um the witches. Are you guys going to watch it, Steve, Todd?
4: Probably not. Uh, depends what you say.
3: What? <laughs> okay. Is it
2: is it kid friendly? Yes. Okay, I probably
3: It's perfect for that. kids. Um, So, The Witches is a remake of the 1990 version with Angelica Houston. Um, It's starring Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and uh, let me just read you a little quick synopsis, I guess, if I must. Um, I was really surprised because I don't remember the original too much. I want to watch it just to kind of compare. Um, Let's see, let's see. Okay, so... In late 1967, a young orphan boy goes to live with his loving grandma in the rural Alabama town of Demopolis. As the boy and his grandmother encounter some deceptively glamorous but thoroughly diabolical witches, she wisely whisk him away to a seaside resort. Um... They arrive at precisely the same time that the world's Grand High Witch has gathered her fellow cronies from around the globe, uncovered to carry out her plans. Um, So this is really, it's a really cute movie. I really liked it. Um, Anne Hathaway was the Grand High Witch and I thought she did a really good job. And um, I guess Joe said it doesn't end the same way that the original one does. Spoil it or not, but I cried like a big fat baby. It was really sad. Was Joe, it, did supposed you like to be it? Sad? Um, no, it was just heartfelt.
2: Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah,
3: it was it's, very heartfelt. Um,
1: yes, um, so for me, um, I thought it was cute. It was, it was cute. I mean, it's a hundred percent a children's movie, so I would say this is definitely one to watch with the kids or with the family. Um, they definitely toned it down a lot from the original. Um, I didn't really find anything s- too scary in this one. Um, I will say uh, Anne Hathaway did a-, a good job as the Grand High Witch. She really, it really looked like she was having fun in the role, and she really kind of went like over the top, and uh, I thought it worked pretty well. Um, heavy use of CGI. I would have liked to seen some practical effects. But it didn't like distract. It It didn't distract me too much. I mean, it was a cute movie. Is it something I would watch again? Though probably not. But uh... Joe,
3: you're going to watch this with me again.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would watch it with you again. Yes, but uh, it's it's not something. It's
3: so cute, Todd. Your kids would love it.
1: Uh, It is cute. I'll give that. It's cute, but uh, you know, if your kids haven't seen the original, I would show them the original over this one.
3: No, stop. <laughs> Octavia Spencer does amazing. It's sweet. And he I think Steve's great. wife would like it too.
4: Cool. Yeah. I'll check it out then. That's something. Uh, what did you watch that one? To what? what? What did you watch it on?
3: Joe, what did we watch it on?
4: It's on HBO Max. Okay, cool. Thank you. <clears throat> um, before I start with my first What Watch this week, Uh, I just want to give a little bit of a plug to another podcast. Uh, So there's another podcast called the Don't Be Crazy podcast, which is hosted by Zach and Justin, uh, which is a podcast I listen to and that I really, really love. Uh, For October, they decided to do some horror movies. And for their uh, finale episode, they invited me on as kind of the horror expert because of this podcast to talk about screen. So I watched all four screen films in one day. And uh, we had a really, really fun discussion, mostly about the first one. But uh, definitely check out their podcast, the Don't Be Crazy podcast. You can find it on all of the podcast services. It was a really good time. And check the guys out. They're really good at what they do. And it was a fun uh, few reviews that they did over uh, October for horror films. As for my What Watched, uh, this one I watched over on Tubi. It's called 1031 from 2017. Uh, I've been on a big anthology kick lately because they're easy to watch. You know, if you don't like the story, it goes by fast. But if you like it, it's just a fun watch. Uh, This one was okay. Uh, There's a few stories in here. There's one with a scarecrow. There's one with a killer that's loose at a, uh, like, a roller blade kind of arena type thing. And there's this old hag in a uh, kind of a house uh, so they're they're pretty fun little stories, but I will say that overall the film is forgettable, so forgettable that I watched it four days ago and I had to watch the trailer while you guys were talking to remind myself what what was in this film, because there was nothing really kind of exciting about it or really that really stood out. So uh, yeah, so we'll definitely. Uh, but if you like like anthology films, I think it's still worth watching somewhat. But don't expect too much. So that's 1031 over on 2B.
2: The roller rink thing sounds pretty cool, though. But
4: It, it was probably one of my favorite ones. In the, yeah. uh, there's five stories, and that was probably my second favorite after the old hag.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, just a reminder, Puppet Master I have on Blu-ray. I don't know where they're streaming right now. Um, this next one is a Joe recommendation from... I think he's mentioned it quite a few times. Um, but 2013's Ty West directed The Sacrament uh, this one is currently on Amazon Prime in the U.S. and is about a group of um, reporters. They work for Vice, and they're going to a um, religious community that one of the gentlemen's sister is a part of. It's somewhere. I think it's an Africa or something. Um, it's very secretive, hush hush. They have to be escorted by armed guards and things like that. Um, so they go there trying to get to like talk to the sister. And meanwhile, the Vice guys are like going around interviewing, um, you know, some of the people that live there. And then slowly things unravel, and they determine that it's not as nice as it seems, and it's a freaking death cult, and things are going to go bad for everybody. And I'll leave it at that because I recommend watching it, so I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, so yeah, the *Sacrament* is definitely not an action-packed movie. I wouldn't call it a slow burn; it's more of a um, let's figure out what's happening along with our characters. Um, the ending is very brutal, and uh, a lot of stuff that you kind of want to look the way for or look, look away from um but other than that i recommend it sacrament now it's not perfect by any means i give it like a a low seven score out of ten but uh yeah sacrament amazon prime and joe i know you like it right uh
1: yeah i i really like that one i uh i'm a sucker for found footage anyway but uh yeah i don't know that one just really uh hit the right beats for me and uh you know if you're into obviously jonestown it's clear it's a clear uh you know basically just kind of I, uh, ripping off i guess for lack of a better yeah. word that story so uh yeah it's pretty good i think yeah. uh i showed sam that one too i think she's a fan of that one as well
3: yeah i recommend it as well
2: mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of breaks your rule though joe why are they filming at some point right yeah sure especially yeah. when shooting's going on and all that stuff like why you still got your fucking camera but yeah. other than that it's a good one
1: yeah agreed and yeah ty west is another uh really good hard director um you know, speaking of horror directors where I'd watch anything they come out with. He's done a lot of good stuff lately. Uh, all right, my next one is a horror comedy uh, and a 2020 release called uh, Extraordinary. Uh, this one is about a uh, a woman who has retired from doing... Um, you know ghost hunting and seances she would um you know read people and she she was basically kind of like a poltergeist um and she's retired from that and now she drives um she's a driving instructor when one day a man uh comes to take driving instructions from her um who really doesn't need the drive instructions it turns out that his wife has um died but she is still haunting him uh in the house um doing some really funny stuff where uh you Know she'll, uh, on the burnt toast be like, uh, you know, did you uh, do the dishes? Why haven't you done the dishes and stuff like that? Some real, but some real fun stuff. His wife just will not leave him alone, so he uh, begs this woman to come try to uh, exercise um, this poltergeist from the house. Um, and basically, uh, I'll leave it at that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff in there, too. Um, you got a good um. Cameo as well from, uh, what's his name, Will Forte from SNL, I think he was in, uh, but he's in this as well. He is basically a rock star who, uh, is basically struggling and he's trying to basically summon, uh, do a satanic ritual in order to get his, uh, you know, fame back. And these stories kind of all mesh together and, uh, this one is a really um, good, light-hearted, um, like f- just fun watch. Um, it won't make like my top ten of the year list or anything like that, but it's it's like just got a really good. She's um, got like really good bones, and it's just like it just gives you kind of like a warm feeling. It's just like really cute, really fun, and has some legitimately funny parts. So I, I would recommend it.
4: Sam, so, do you have anything else?
3: Um, I don't think I do.
4: Alright. So my next one is from 1985, which I also watched over on Tubi. And that's uh, The Stuff. Uh, I hadn't seen this movie in probably 25 years. So it's been a long time since I've seen this. Uh, It's about uh, a group of people who find this kind of marshmallow type substance in the ground at a quarry. And they decide to bottle it up and sell it as a product called The Stuff. And The Stuff... Uh, makes people into these kind of zombie-like creatures that eventually explode and stuff flies all over the place. Uh, And you have a guy who's trying to figure out what the mystery is and shut it down. Uh, I really enjoy this film. It's a fun watch. It's uh, definitely got that 80s style to it, which I really adore, and that 80s aesthetic. Uh, I had, like, it went by really, really quick. Like, I was really enjoying watching it, and it's something that I think I'll put You know, I'll watch again in like 10 years. It's it's a fun, easy watch, and something I think people should check out if you like, uh, you know, horror films from the 1980s. So, this stuff.
2: Yeah, the Southern gentleman that's like the investigator is pretty cool.
4: Yeah, I actually watched another movie of them today, too. So, yeah, he's he's good.
2: All right. My last one is I said I would watch last week when Sam mentioned her watch, and it is 2012's Mr. Rob Zombies. The Lords of Salem. Um, first time watching it 100% through, and let's just say it went from half a star rating to a three star rating on Letterboxd. Um, oh, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised, honestly. Like I think Joe mentioned last time, you kind of had that you already had it going in that it's gonna suck from what everyone else said. So I didn't give it a shot when I watched it originally, but this time I did. And yeah, it's um, okay. So it's her- Sherry Moon Zombie, which I think this is her best acted role um stars as a radio dj with Ken Foray from dawn of the dead and i forget his freaking name but he's in a lot of rob zombies movies and they're like the salem like go-to radio team or whatever um she gets a mysterious package that's like a record and it kind of does some weird shit and every time she hears it another time other women hear it it kind of puts them in like a trance or whatever meanwhile there's a subplot where back in the these witches were making sacrifices and shit and they were burned to stake uh by the townspeople and now those I guess spirits or whatever are coming back to, you know, claim new victims or claim new people to possess or whatever it is. Um, it, it still has its problems. You know, it's, it's fucking really weird. Like there's demons masturbating in one scene, like four of them. <laughs> and it's got funky shit like that. But overall, I thought it was a, a pretty good film at the end of the day. Um, like I said, Sherry Moon, I think this is her best role. She's, she's very like, um, reserved. And, like, doesn't mm-hmm. go over the top, which I think her problem is, it works in corpses, but every other movie is just terrible. And this one, she's, like, she seems like a really cool girl to hang out with on. And, um, yeah, leave it at that. So, if you haven't watched Salem, Lords of Salem, in a long time, or you thought it was trash, or you've just heard it's trash, I think you might like it if you give it another shot with an open mind. Sweet. And that's on Prime, too. Yep, Amazon Prime.
1: Yay! Sorry. Um, I don't have anything else um this week car related but I did watch the new Borat. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but what um, it, well, it, it it was okay. Um, it's not nearly as good as the first one, um, but it had a couple of funny moments. I I, I chuckled a couple of times, but you know, I, it was more of the same from the first movie. Um, so if you know if you're looking for just a light-hearted laugh, you know, I I would I think it's worth a one-time watch.
2: Did they do they overblown or like they keep saying like we got this guy and this guy was it overblown?
1: Well, so like it's like very heavy into on the political stuff this time around, which I don't think is like surprising obviously with the way like politics are right now. Um so I think if you're on one side of the fence, you'll probably despise this movie. Um and if you're on the other side, you might find it um you know comical so i think it just depends
4: uh how your politics are
2: gotcha all right
4: um and my last film is from 2015 and you can also find it on 2b and that's uh after dark uh, the only reason i watched this is because i saw it was leaving Tubi, and that always puts me in a weird panic mode when things are leaving the service because i'm like oh i don't know if i'll ever get a chance to watch it again uh, and this one had been on my watch list for a while. So uh, a group of people uh, go on t- into, like, uh, like a, a group of people want to have a party at, like, uh, some place. And they forget to bring a spare tire because there, there are too many people in the car. So, of course, they, they get a flat and they're stuck in the middle of the desert uh, and without a spare tire. So they don't know what to do. So one of the friends has to walk to a gas station to get the tire. Meanwhile, the group of people are drinking, and having a party, kind of where their car is stuck, and this serial killer who's on the loose starts killing them off, and uh, a bunch of stuff ensues. You have a this weird drifter guy that comes in that they think is the killer, but he may or may not be, and they're not sure. Uh, very standard horror film, nothing too special about it. Uh, very amateur uh, filming-like aesthetic. The acting is pretty bad and nothing that I would personally recommend. So, in my opinion, I'd say avoid this one, but if that's your kind of movie, then check it out over on Tubi.
2: Tubi. Tubi. Trivia time. Pull out them sheets, boys and girls. Pull them out. Pull them them out. out. Get them ready. And
3: adjust adjust those scores, Joe. Uh
1: all righty all right folks. Well, trivia time once again
4: mm.
1: halloween edition i don't know oh. if everyone picked i mean i don't know i did anyway <laughs> um okay so currently we have sam with 42 points joe with 65 points <sighs> Steve with 74 points.
3: I guess, Steve.
1: And mm. in first place. Mm. Oh, yeah. The current reigning champion.
2: Gave it to me. Don't, year, tease me with, don't tease me. Don't tease me. There it is.
1: 81 points. Oh.
2: My wife's going to think I'm fucking masturbating downstairs. sir she really <laughs> <will yet.
1: laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> All right. Who would like to start us off tonight?
3: I'll go first. Ooh! Right. Oh yeah, alrighty yeah, <laughs> All <laughs> righty. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, I'm. Just... No, someone else can go.
0: <laughs> oh
2: my god! Uh, oh my god! No, okay,
3: okay, I'll go. Okay. In Halloween four, what was the name of Jamie's dog?
2: Oh, God. Um, oh, no. Damn, I should have fucking. He killed the motherfucking dog. He did. Sparky. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't, I
4: don't remember at all.
2: Um, Sinbad.
3: Wow, you guys were so close, Joe and Todd. It was actually Sunday.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Oh,
3: okay. yeah, he was the third dog to die in the Halloween series. Oh, All
1: right. okay. All right. Well, I'll go next because mine is also dog related. Oh, right. What is the name of Ernest dog? Ernest top. scared super- oh. All righty.
2: Well, now I gotta fucking change my question.
3: <laughs>
2: Damn it! <laughs> Let me delete that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can
3: ask what kind of dog he is if you want, Todd. I mean, I don't know so.
2: I don't even know. (laughs) All right. Go ahead, Steve. All
4: right. So I just want to say thank you to Chuck for sending me all of my trivia questions tonight. I super appreciate it. Uh, And also, my trivia game is about to go higher because my wife bought me Trivial Pursuit Horror. (laughs) Oh. So I can steal the trivia questions from there going forward. But uh, still, very thankful to Chuck for these. So the first one. what is Ernest P. Worrell's middle name?
2: Wilbur. Peter. I don't know. I just guess. What <laughs> would you P. say? Uh, Todd? <laughs> yeah, strict, strict, that from the record. That's I did exactly. not say. I did not say Holy Wilbur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, but did I get it?
0: <laughs> no.
3: Damn.
4: Philbert. It's, no, it's a great name though, Philbert. <laughs> Todd. Can I get any guesses? <laughs> Philip. Can you
3: just say Philip? No, I said. Cheater. Trust me. If
4: if, okay. if you don't know it, you're not going to guess it.
3: Fine.
2: Okay, so he's. Let's see. He's from Kentucky, so he's yeah. probably got a strange middle name. If it's P. Um. Do
4: you guys ever watch his shorts in the eighties? I didn't. No. Then you'll, you'll never guess it.
2: <laughs> is wow. it is it Vern with a P?
4: Yeah, yes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh no. So it's actually Ernest Power Tools Works. Oh my god. War. <laughs> oh, <Lord.
3: laughs>
2: oh man. Okay. Let's see here. I gotta gotta who am I? I'm gonna give you some clues, okay? Oh, who am I? Yeah. I can barely get out of bed. People find me terrifying. Please bring me some food and water.
4: Oh,
2: it's uh, Zelda
3: from. Ah, well, I-, oh, I love that, Todd. Yeah, good
2: job, good job. Thank you. My <laughs> other, my other one was, my other hint was going to be my sister hates me, but that was a little too easy. That
3: was
4: a good uh, one. Is, so, so, Todd, was it the movie or the character you're getting for? I gave you both, but is that which one were you looking uh, for?
2: Zelda was my answer. Oh, okay, All
4: right. yep. Samantha, my turn. Yes. Yep.
3: All righty. Tell me what 90s teen star auditioned for the role of Jamie in Halloween 4.
2: Um, The girl that played Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
1: Melissa Joan Hart? (laughs)
2: What What do I do? me. (laughs) Joe only got it because I gave him that hint.
1: It's true. Yeah, but you didn't say the actual name. Yeah, yeah, but I was giving another
2: another piece of trivia to the listeners making the show a little bit more. (laughs) You know what I mean? A little bit more. I can't even speak to that. <laughs> okay, All right, No one's getting
3: me. a point. Oh. Wow.
1: All right. <laughs> All right. All right. How many individual pieces of candy corn are produced each year? Oh, damn it. Individual. Uh, Fifty pieces? million.
3: Okay.
2: Fifty um, million. Okay. One billion.
3: Okay.
1: I'm going with seventy million. Seventy million. Am I giving the point before I declare a winner or not? Am I giving a point to whoever's closest or Sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well I will say the winner is Todd. Hey. Um, so every year a whopping thirty-five million pounds of candy corn is made every year, which amounts To about nine billion pieces. Wow. Candy corn. Gross.
4: Disgusting. (laughs) The
1: worst. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I can have like one, and if
1: I get two, I'm like, this is fucking gross. No kidding.
3: Too much. They need to scale that back.
1: All right. Well, I found a game game changer this year though, and I ate an entire bag of candy corn. It was sour candy corn, and it was delicious. It was made by yep. the same people who make, like, uh, gummy, sour gummy worms and gummy bears. Okay. Sam had them. She thought they were pretty good, too. Okay,
3: Kind mm-hmm. of. Kind
4: of. All right. You guys ready?
3: Yes.
4: yes. Yep. In, in earnest Scared Stupid, how many trolls are in the movie? One. Seven. Well, I'm going to say one as well.
3: How many trolls?
4: Yeah, how many trolls?
3: Why are you guys saying one?
4: Yeah, have you even seen this movie?
3: Well, uh, I, I don't
4: seven. know. I
1: thought maybe I thought maybe it was a trick question and like those things that come yeah, out. Of I, the did, I did.
4: I did too. Think. Yeah, it's, it's a real it's a real question. Uh, okay. Would you guys like to revise or are you? Yes. I would. No. I would.
3: No, <laughs> because I gave them a hint. So no.
2: Well, is Sam right. right? First of all, was seven? No, but
4: she's the closest because <laughs> it's not yes. one.
1: Because <laughs> I would say there's probably it's about six.
4: Ten. Sam, would you like to revise, or are five. you sticking with seven? Okay, am I going with the closest, or it does have to be? Okay, less is dead on. Up Let's do you. the closest. Okay, uh, you said ten, seven, and five. Is that what?
2: I said yep. six. Okay,
4: well, it's uh, Joe said ten. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it was actually seventeen.
3: Um,
2: so, I was told Joe that gets the I point.
3: had seven in my answer.
2: A lot of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, okay. Uh, Milo Yavovich. her character in Resident Evil, is named what? Alice. Why is Steve getting all my fucking wow, questions? fucking Resident Evil, me. like, come oh, on. Oh, you Don. know what? <laughs> Steve. Alright, Yep.
4: <laughs> what do you expect? It's like me asking you a Dawn well, of the Dead question.
2: Well, you know what, throw me a couple bones here, Steve.
4: Throw yeah, me a th- couple of bones. These aren't these aren't my questions. Yeah,
2: whatever. <laughs> you know what, Sam and you know what, Sam and Joe. My my frustration is directed at you.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs>
3: All right. All right, Sam. All righty. Okay. The Vincent Drug Store that Jamie goes to buy a costume from is seen five years later in which
2: 1993 film? Oh man, I just. I remember reading that one on the trivia when I was looking at fucking trivia for it. Um, Dang it!
3: Is it a horror film? I don't know if I want to give any clues.
2: Okay. Halloween H two O.
3: Fine, it's not a horror movie.
2: Okay. (laughs) 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 Um, I read it yesterday too, but I don't remember. I'll, I'll pass, I guess. No, I'm going to so
3: pass. I have no, I, I have no yeah. idea. What is it, Sam? Fine, I'll give you a clue. <laughs> He'll wipe out!
4: Three ninjas?
3: <laughs> nope.
4: Point break? <laughs>
3: oh. Johnny, Come on, guys.
1: Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami.
3: Do you want another clue?
1: No, sure. just tell us.
3: <laughs>
4: no, I want a clue. Wait,
3: this clue's going to give it away, so you better listen up right. and get ready. The Babe Ruth,
4: oh, Santa. Just out loud,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> I got it. Who's Baby Ruth?
3: Who's Baby
1: Ruth?
2: How <laughs> can I ask some more if I haven't had any?
1: <laughs> Great movie.
3: <laughs>
1: um, all right, what phobia do you suffer from if you have an extreme fear of Halloween?
3: Oh, I don't oh. know.
2: Damn, you've said this before. Uh, um, um. Sam I Hain phobia.
1: I, that is correct. Yay! Oh. Nice.
3: Is it really? All right. Yes.
2: Did um, you know Sam
3: Hain isn't even pronounced that way.
2: How's it pronounced?
3: I forget. It's like, I think Sam it's Haim. so, or it's Sal something. Mm.
1: Like Salwin?
3: Mm. Yes. All
4: right. Uh, okay, so this one you have to get exact because there aren't a ton of them, so it's not a big enough number to warrant uh, being closest. Uh, How many Ernest movies were there? Four, eight, Sam. How many guess? movies or er, Ernest movies were there total?
3: Um, I'm gonna go with five,
4: and you are all wrong. 3 There they're actually no, there are nine. Oh, oh. let's see, there's Ernest Scared
2: Stupid. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest does porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest does crack cocaine.
1: Ernest goes to <laughs> Crystal Lake.
2: <Yeah. laughs> oh boy, is it my turn? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: All right, final one. I had to redo my rim shot one. Uh-huh. Um, what is where, where are they holding Michael Myers in the beginning of Michael Myers Part Four?
4: Uh, like, uh, psych ward.
2: Psych ward, yeah. Correct. But well, what is the name of the place? Oh.
1: Smiths Grove Sanitarium.
2: Incorrect. That's where he's getting transferred to. I Fuck
3: you. Illinois Psych <laughs> ward.
2: Incorrect. Stephen. I
4: don't remember.
3: Right.
2: Ridgemont <laughs> Federal Sanitarium.
3: Uh. Right.
2: right on the big old. They opened up on the shot of the sign. All
1: oh. right. Well, since it's Halloween, I have a couple of bonus Halloween questions. Ooh, a couple of boners. Yes. In what state is it illegal to dress up as a nun or priest on Halloween? Alabama.
2: Oregon.
1: Correct.
2: Well, who? Sam
1: gets the Correct. point. Woo woo.
2: That's, yes, that's a deep south thing right there.
1: Yeah, according to the law, section 13a/slash 14a, fraudulently pretending to be <coughs> clergymen, whoever, uh, being in a public place, fraudulently pretends by garb or outward array to be a minister of any religion or nun, priest, rabbi, or other member of the clergy, is guilty of a misdemeanor and shall be punished by a fine not exceeding $500 or confinement in the county jail for not more than one year.
2: One year, Jeez. So, so I wonder if that's it. ever been enforced,
1: though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And my other one is, what product is banned in Hollywood, California on Halloween night? Uh,
2: product is banned. What is
3: what show? Product banned on Halloween night?
1: in is yeah, it's banned to be sold. Uh, in California on Halloween night.
0: California.
1: Like Spray uh, guns, paint? like fake guns. Uh, fake guns is incorrect. What would you say, Sam? Spray paint. Incorrect.
2: Um, black cats.
4: (laughs) Eggs. Eggs (laughs) is
1: incorrect, but that's a good guess.
2: Fireworks.
1: Incorrect. The correct answer is... oh.
2: No, go ahead. I was just thinking because people do weird shit on Halloween to cats.
1: The correct answer is silly string. Uh, Mm
2: Ah, fire hazard.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, because fucking California burns every other week.
1: All right. Yep. Uh, all right. That is it for trivia this week. uh Sam got one point to go to 43 points. Joe also got one point to go to 66 points. Todd got three point I'm um, sorry, Steve got three points to go to 77 points. And Steve and Todd also got three points to go to 84 points. Mm. <laughs>
2: I think I should get the Melissa Joan Hart one personally, but okay. Well- <laughs> Go to the judges on that one. Judge judges spoke, so Um, are we ready to talk about the movies?
3: Yes. Let's do it. Yeah.
2: Which one would we like to lead off with?
3: Let's
1: lead off with Halloween four.
0: righty Ten years ago, on the night of October thirty-first, a small midwestern town fell victim to an escaped killer. Under the cover of darkness, he carried out the most horrifying mass murder on record. Sixteen people in cold blood. Ever since that night, no one has forgotten his name. And Halloween has never been the same. Now, Michael Myers has come home he has returned for one more night of unholy terror. Michael! Somebody help me! He's here to kill that little girl and anybody who gets in his way.
3: Oh, God!
0: Who's gonna be next? Four, the return of Michael Myers. Maybe nobody knows how to stop him.
2: Halloween Four, the return of Michael Myers. Ten years after his original massacre, the invalid Michael Myers awakens on Halloween Eve and returns to Haddonfield to kill his seven-year-old niece. Can Dr. Loomis stop him? Uh, so, at the beginning of the movie, we figure out that uh, Michael Myers was caught after part two, where Loomis uh, lights him and himself on fire. And he's been in a coma for 10 years at um, you know, a federal facility. And on this night, they're going to transfer him to Smith Grove. Meanwhile, when he's in the ambulance, they overhear the uh, the text talking about that he has a niece and that kind of way. And he kills them all and he goes on a rampage and a quest to go back to Haddonfield to find his niece who is a daughter of um, Laurie Strode from part one, who's now deceased. And that's where we're at. Um, Dr. Loomis makes an appearance and he goes to the cops and says, oh, Michael Myers is coming back. You guys need to listen. This time the cops actually listen, right? Um, and they get together and they start looking for people. Uh, we got a subplot where there's a bunch of rednecks that are taking law in their own hands, looking for Michael. Um, and the whole time we're just trying to protect Jamie Lloyd played by Danielle Harris from Michael getting his hands on her. And I'll end it at that. Um, Sam, did you start?
3: Me? Yeah,
2: you, Michael's your boy.
3: Michael is my boy. Um, I don't really know what to say. So I, four is one of the ones that I do enjoy in the franchise. Sometimes I'm going to admit because four and five, they kind of blend in my brain. So I was like, okay, so five must be where Jamie ends up going to the mental um hospital i guess you could say and she's mute and i was like well is that the next one or is that halfway through four so i kind of got a little mixed up with that uh um, i don't know what to say i just I'll, i feel like they should they should i don't know it was i don't know i don't really know what to say honestly
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll say that to return to michael myers they could have done a, a lot better film um and I, I hate, hate how Michael Myers looks in this movie.
3: I uh, do too. He looks gosh. like he was dropped on his head. And I just mean that because he looks very, like, squatty and mm-hmm. awkward and not confident. Like, he just looks bizarre to me.
2: Yeah, the the mask is all wrong.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And to read that the actor um, wore, like, um pads underneath, you could not tell. He must be yeah. a really small guy. Um, but they definitely could not have done better with that. And I just... You know my my biggest problem with it is that we don't see how badass Michael can get because he literally goes into police station, and kills all of them. Like, why didn't we see that scene? That was awesome. Yeah. Um, but we they make him into like a superhero. Like he okay, he's gonna kill ten cops really in one room. Like it, let's see it then. But I hate that it's glossed over personally.
3: I mean, he was puncturing people's uh, foreheads and stuff,
2: <laughs> and their, he was
3: like cutting open their necks with his uh, thumb.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's just I would expect like a group, no, like a, a room full it. of men. Yeah, the, I want to see that battle. That's badass.
3: I think Jamie's great. Oh boy. Yeah, I,
2: she. <laughs> are the other guys here? Did they fall off the call?
3: No, they're uh, here. We're just letting us chat. Quiet.
2: No, yeah, I think Jamie's like very serviceable. Um, I just, I wanted more. The, this whole movie just left me wanting more to be honest. I wanted more of her relationship with, um, with Lori. I know Lori's not in the picture, but I want to know more about that. Um, I wanted more of like Michael not being a small little bitch, bitch boy in this one. Um, wanted more kills, wanted more on screen stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. I just left a hole. Well,
3: are you like me? Do you like five better than four? I like it because there's just more. I feel like there's more teen kills. There's more annoying teens. There's the Halloween party. There's just more stuff going on.
2: Yeah, I think part five is better um, the last time I watched it, but I that's why I want to watch them back to back. Yeah. Too, um, yeah. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, yeah, Todd, I, th- I think you nailed it right on the head uh, when you said you wanted more with this movie, because that's kind of like how I feel, too. I, I, de- I don't think it's like a bad movie. I mean, I did enjoy it, but there was just like something missing. Like, it just I don't know. Like, I, I think the plot is pretty paper thin in this one. Um, and yeah, Michael, his mask is just terrible in this movie and this is the start of just awful Michael Myers masks um with part five being probably the absolute worst although um H2O and Resurrection weren't all that great either but um and I'm glad that they finally started writing the ship um again with the Myers masks but it he looks awful and honestly um just I I, I kind of put it on the actor um in this one too because M- Michael was very human-like in this one um compared to like how he was in parts one and two um i I just he just seemed more like human rather than just like a thing of like pure evil like how he is in part one and two um so that kind of like threw me off a little bit as well um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I I still was entertained. i I did like the whole storyline of Michael coming after, you know, Lori's um daughter and whatnot. I mean, I found that to be kind of interesting. Um, you know, killing off Lori was definitely disappointing. um, and I, I guess it's just because they couldn't get Jamie Lee to come back and whatnot. I'm not like well versed on like the history of of all that. And maybe you guys will know it better, but uh, yeah, overall, like not a bad movie, but like you said, Todd, I I was wanting a little more.
4: Yeah. Um, Halloween four is one of my least favorite Halloween movies. Uh, I think it's a bad Halloween film, but a bad Halloween film is better than most other films. You know, like for me, a bad Halloween film is like a three out of five, uh, which is about where I would rank this one. I, I just find that this one, compared to all the other ones, it's a, it's a little boring. Like there's not a ton that happens, um, uh, and that that was very evident when I went to Halloween Horror Nights one year, and they did a house on it, and it was just like a boring house because there's nothing that really happens in the movie that's house worthy, and that's how I feel about the movie. There's just not, not a lot of things about this movie other than maybe uh, when, like, Jamie is with with the clown costume, that I find all that memorable. Like, this is the most forgetful, uh, sorry, not forgetful, uh, forgettable of the Halloween films, uh, at least the mainline ones. So, but there are some good things about it. You know, I I love seeing the characters. I always like when Donald Pleasant says uh, Sam Loomis is on screen. Uh, But I do agree with you guys. Uh, Michael Myers just felt, in this movie and i think joe hit it on on the head with he seems too human and he moves in a way that just doesn't feel right and i think everyone talked about that and this mask is just terrible now of course it's understandable within the parameters of story because he finds the mask at a costume shop but still i don't know i'm just not uh not 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 loving this one but still like i said a bad halloween film is better than a lot of other films and uh sorry I, I gotta
1: just really quickly uh, i agree uh, with what steve said too about how there's like nothing like memorable or uh iconic truly in this one besides obviously the jamie uh clown costume obviously but other than that there, there's just nothing memorable although i i will say for a memorable scene i really did enjoy um when there was like the five fa- all the kids dressed as michael like surrounded them i thought that was a really cool scene
2: yeah, I hate the bullies, too, in the school when they're picking on Jamie. Um, that's always kind of frustrating. And then I,
3: know. I, really
2: like Bra- I, I really like Brady, man. Brady went out like a champ. Uh, he, put up, he put up the biggest fight of all the guys there. And he went down swinging, so I respect that. And you know what? Like, another thing for the guys out there on the left wing wanting more is you got this, like, girl that's getting naked. And you don't show anything. It was just, like, a weird, hee-hee-hee, let's tease it. And then it no- doesn't happen.
3: Um, I thought they do show it, like in a different version. They
2: show like side.
3: Oh, I thought um, you could yes. see it.
2: nothing.
4: Nothing from the front. Nothing.
2: No, there, so. a little couple side boob. I had to Google her.
3: <laughs> Wait, but I thought it was—I <laughs> um... don't know—I'm a weirdo. I thought it was weird where she's like still in her t-shirt, and the dad is like aware <laughs> that Michael's out, and he's like hugging her while she's just in a fucking shirt, and I'm like, go yeah. put on your pants. Like, why aren't you wearing pants around your dad? I don't know.
1: When she opened, she answered the door to the trick-or-treaters in just that little shirt, too.
3: <laughs> well, imagine if you were a trick-or-treater boy,
2: though, and you're like, oh, well, yeah.
3: God. Well, she was like, who answers the door like that? And I was like, I mean, some teen girls do, like, when they're fooling around. You're not going to, it's kids, who cares? But if yeah. it's your dad, put on some pants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like the sheriff in this one, too. I thought he, was, he did a good job.
1: Uh, Yeah, he wasn't bad. Like, I did appreciate this time that, like, they actually did listen to Loomis, because, like, at Mm -hmm. first, they were just kind of, like, I thought they were going to go that route again where no one listens to Loomis, but I I did like that they made it a little more realistic this time, where they were like, all right, fuck, we gotta, like, bury down the hatches, and they actually, like, did the right thing. They closed the town down, they closed, like, the bars, and, like, everyone, like, was supposed to, you know, shelter in place, so... You know, at least they made it a little more realistic here. But I don't know. This movie just seemed like, I, I don't know. I-, I think maybe it was, like, missing a budget, like, since, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, I mean, how long was this after Part 2? Was it, like, it Was part
2: it Part 2 in 82?
3: 10 years. Was yeah. Was it 10? I don't know. I thought. I thought it said something about on the movie poster. Seven years. years. Okay. Uh, I thought, are you sure? Because on the movie poster, I thought it said 10
4: well, I think a- ten years. A- eighty from- one, following from two, movie. and eighty eight for this.
3: Okay.
4: No. So yeah, I mean, I think maybe they just didn't put a
1: lot of a budget into it, just because they didn't know how people would like react um, with like seven years later coming back, especially after how part three was so commercially, you know, it was a failure. So I mean, maybe that could be the reason for it, but yeah, I don't know. Read it. Yeah.
2: Who wants to go?
3: Um, I'll go real quick. I guess I'll just rate it um, a seven.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, three out of five or seven out of ten. I know that doesn't make perfect sense math-wise, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much pretty close with you guys like it's still like a pretty entertaining movie and you know it's something i would watch again um but i'm gonna be a lit just a teeny bit lower at a six and a half
4: and i'm right there with joe a six and a half like i said even though it's not a great film it's still a halloween film and that's better than a lot of other horror films like i'll still watch it it's not like i'm gonna watch the series and skip over this one or anything it's just forgettable and not my favorite of the halloween
0: films Touchstone Pictures. Monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope, you're from Cleveland. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi, kung fu, chow man. And everything. Your shoe's untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you.
2: All right, on to our next movie, Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, Ernest accidentally unleashes an ugly troll that plots to transform children into wooden dolls in the town of Briarsville, Missouri. Um, So, yeah, the movie is basically what I just said. Um, There's some evil afoot in this town that um, Ernest is in. He partners with the kids. They make a treehouse, make a fort, and then they start fighting evil. Um, I'm going to – this is going to be a short – review for me because i think i'm a little less on you guys are and i'm gonna steal a review that i saw on letterbox for it and i'm gonna say 12 year old me or 10 year old me would put this at a 5 out of 10 and right now i'm at a 2 out of 10 or a 2 out of 5 or a 2 out of 5 right now um it just didn't do for me this time around obviously when you're younger it's a badass movie um so i'll leave it at that sorry i kind of rated it early but uh, you guys (laughs) go ahead and take it
1: um yeah, so I was very excited to revisit this one because it has been so long since I have seen it. I remembered loving it, uh, you know, as a kid and whatnot. And, yeah, I'm a little more down on it this time as well, Todd. Um, I, You know, I still think it's, like, a fun, dumb, like, movie. Um, But it's just, like, it felt, like, super long to me this time. And I think Sam said the same thing while we were watching it at one point. Um. I don't know, this movie just seemed to go on and on, and I think um, it honestly could have been shortened, like, a, quite a bit. Like, this, I think, would have been better as, like, maybe just, like, an hour-long, like, TV special or something like that. Um, but, obviously, the creatures are awesome. The trolls look awesome in this movie. All of them, honestly. I mean, done by the Chioto brothers, so, I mean, that, you know, goes to show how awesome, why they're so awesome. Um, but, yeah, I, it just, you know, dare I say it? I honestly think, like, after... You know, watching I compared this movie to Hubie Halloween when we did the Hubie Halloween episode, um, and rewatching them both recently, I would watch rewatch Hubie Halloween over this one. I think Hubie Halloween's like the better fun, dumb, like kids movie.
4: So
3: Um So I didn't remember too much about um this movie and I agree with Joe and Todd. I think if I was a kid, I would like it. I like the practical effects. Um, The dog is absolutely adorable. And I may have cried when he was alive, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, And I'm with Joe. I feel like I know a lot of people compared Hubie Halloween to this movie, and we talked about how Hubie is more for, like, the adults that you could let your kids watch, but Ernest is more just for the kids. Like, you're fine just letting your kids watch it. You don't have to monitor them or anything like that. Um, and Eartha Kit was amazing, obviously. Not much to add, honestly. So someone can go, Honestly. <laughs>
2: All right. Honestly, though? Uh, honestly! I'm, like, honestly, Steve, you're up. A... Honestly.
3: <laughs> honestly. Uh,
2: so,
4: I, I, I'm I'm the uh, elder member on, on this podcast. Like, I'm the <laughs> oldest by, like, by five to seven years, I think. Yeah, Steve's uh, on the so...
2: Vampiric Council. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Vampiric Council.
4: Um. So, I watched this as, as a kid, and for sure, nostalgia plays a big factor into... Uh, me like how I feel about this movie today uh, as you know films of when you watch as a kid will do to you uh, as an adult and I know this film really well because I watch it every single year and have since basically 1991 uh, so I know the movie really well and in that regard I still enjoy it as much today as I did in 1991 now I think there's a lot in this movie that if you're not an earnest fan you're not gonna well Not that you're not going to understand, but you're going to miss the references, you know, like the the Tulip Brothers appear in the other Ernest films. And there's when he does the characters, you know, he switches characters to explain a story. That's something from his bit from the 1980s. So there's a lot of things that I think if you don't have the context, you might not uh, get a kick out of. Whereas I do, because I grew up watching Ernest. Right Um, now, this was the first time that I looked at it in a more critical eye and I've definitely seen things that I guess I didn't notice as much in the past. Like I could see the backdrops all the time. So I was very aware that they were on a set. Um, so that, that was a little like, you know, it, it made it feel a little bit more low budget than you would think for a theater film, especially one distributed by Buena Vista, which is Disney. Uh, this was actually the last one uh, of the inner films distributed by Disney. And but overall, I said, I, I still really like it. You know, I love the troll characters. I love um, uh, Jim Varney's like mannerisms and faces that he does and voices. I think it's really funny and endearing. And I definitely miss him. He was an actor I held in uh, high regard when I was a kid up until his passing in the year 2000. So, uh, yeah, I I really enjoy this film personally.
2: Yeah, I think he nailed it. And, and Varney, he, he's great. Like, he he's, he's just great in this movie, but, um, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm with you with all that, so. Honestly, we can just probably rate it.
3: But be honest while you're rating it, because, honestly, I I can't <laughs> deal with it. Uh,
4: uh, I'm just going to mention that we did have some questions for the movie, but I think I'm going to push them to next week, even though they're earnest-related, because we are running over time and Joe has to go to work. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I, I will ask these questions at the beginning of next episode, so... And they are earnest related, but I think it's fine because and, and a few Halloween ones as well. But I think it'll it'll still hold up next week. So Chuck, next week I promise you I'll get to your questions. Uh,
2: you know, right? I, I I can't safely rate it. I wanna because it's I'm not the demographic for it.
4: But it doesn't matter, anymore. right? It's, it's,
3: yeah, it doesn't still... matter. Todd.
2: Okay, gosh.
3: Um <laughs> Let's be honest.
1: uh, no. uh a six. I am right there with you, Todd. I also give it a six. I, I, it's still like a fun movie, and honestly, I I would still watch it. I don't think it would be a yearly Halloween movie for me, um. But you know, I think w- once in a while, like maybe once every few years around Halloween time, to get in that little Halloween mood, because there is some great stuff in here. Um. So yeah, a six.
3: Um, I'm gonna rate it a six point eight because even though, I don't know, I honestly. Um, it made me laugh, okay? And that's what I'm going with
4: yeah. uh, and me I mean you know i have to, I'm, i all i I do have the nostalgia. I do have a little bit of a bias, but I'm also looking at it critically uh, for me, I've get a seven point five you know it's not one of the best movies for sure. i mean i I no doubt about that, but the nostalgia does play a big factor, so I think seven point five I, I still watch it every year. I still enjoy the hell out of it, but it's definitely a, a movie with a lot of issues.
2: Well, a lot two of movies. issues, dang. Horror <laughs> <Core laughs> squad approved for the double feature of Halloween Four and Ernest Scared Stupid.
4: Uh, thanks everyone for the votes. We really appreciate it. It was, uh, yes. it was fun to see uh, Resurrection just just missed out, <laughs> but Ooh. maybe That's next year. Thank you. <laughs> hey. And, uh,
2: what are we? Uh, what are we doing next week? So maybe they can uh,
4: oh, watch it. Uh, we're doing sleepaway camp with Ooh. an interview with Felisa Rose, which yes. we will hear at the end of next week's podcast. And it was a great interview. She's very cool. I mean, anyone who's met her knows that. She's. I still her think the, my favorite person I've ever met as a celebrity. So, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah.
1: And we have a couple other interviews coming up too, Mm -hmm. so stay tuned. Some uh, really good ones coming up along the pipeline. So just uh, make sure you follow us on our social medias. And also, um, I've decided to do – I know I announced that we were going to do a giveaway for the Halloween episode. I'm going to throw that onto our Instagram Instagram. And our Facebook page. So I'm going to do the giveaway through there. Um, we have a Blu-ray copy of Spree. And also a Blu-ray copy of Eli Roth's History of Horror Season 1. So uh, we'll be doing the giveaway over on our social medias. So um, just follow us on our social media. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, the Horror Squad Podcast. Alright.
2: Happy Halloween.
3: Happy, happy Halloween. Ha- Halloween. Happy
4: Halloween.
3: <laughs> but honestly, Happy Halloween. <laughs>
2: Honestly, by
3: <laughs> honestly, bye. trick or treat. <laughs> trick honestly, treat. wear your smell fucking mask. my feet. Trick oh. or treat, motherfucker. We've got you're the seventh son of the seventh son. You're the baby. You're the boy. You are the great redneck hope
0: The great redneck hope